Welcome to the Topic of Conversation with your host, Rob Scoggins, Jr. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the original Brooklyn's in downtown Denver. I'm Rob Scoggins, your host. This is the Topic of Conversation, and we're here every Wednesday night with a new topic, a new idea, a new something to talk about, and we could not be more timely than tonight. And uh, it's, uh, it's a good time to be down here at Brooklyn. It's a beautiful sunny day in Denver, and it's National Star Wars Day. Star Wars, that's right. So may the 4th be with you. And um, <laughs> tonight we have a, a wonderful, uh, a wonderful man who's been in the state for a, a little, little over five years now. He has taken the state by storm. He is helping educate uh, Colorado and change the world. We change the how we educate kids in Colorado with freedom of education. He's also run for state senate, and we're very happy to have him, Mr. Tony Sanchez. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having there me. There you go. Go. All right. Um, we, um, you have, um, you have taken the state on by storm. With this education thing, but before we get before we get really on topic of education, tell us a little bit about you and, and how you how you got started in the in the world of education. Where maybe back in your hometown or our home state, and then how your lovely wife has supported you and brought you out here. Well, I um, was born in San Francisco, and sometimes I have to duck when I say that. And I um, but giants, the giants. <laughs> and so I just uh, like I said earlier in the segment, I, I I've always had a strong uh, feelings for Colorado and the Southwest, and I felt. And my wife says, if you like it so much, come out here. And then we, we decided to do it when we said, look, we want to start a family. That was, that was a big thing. We said, let's, let's a place where we can make things happen. And we came here and I, and I got involved. Um, well, my background was um, social services. I managed two different nonprofits. I graduated from Cal with double degrees, poli-sci communication. Cal Berkeley? Yeah. yeah and, nice. and then I went to UC San Diego Masters in international, international relations, specific studies. And... And so there I, I had, a, then I traveled a little bit and met my wife and, uh, you know, love at first sight. She's right there and, and, and uh, Junko. And, Ooh la la. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, it, it was kind of funny because originally I, I fell in love with her. So it wasn't the other way around. It was kind of like, it took her a little bit, but she says, well, maybe it was because we met in Spain. She says, maybe because of the romantic place we were in that maybe it made it easier to fall in love sure. who knows what, but no no yeah, yeah and then, and then very we, romantic setting yeah, yeah and then it we, was it in barcelona no no madrid, madrid madrid okay okay and then uh then we lived in seville and so then we came back and that's when i started my career in social services i work with at-risk families and children uh after school programs this was in california in california yeah. child care services and and i also worked with uh i just think uh, i always think and i don't know how the how the listening public thinks um I always think of California as a very rich town, that they don't have much, that they don't, social services and poverty and oh, things geez. like that just don't exist there, but they do. They do. It's in a big way they do. Is it mainly the Oakland side or is it city side? We're, Both. we're everywhere. Both. Everywhere. There's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of strife. And uh, I also worked at the free medical clinic. I managed yeah. that. And I just um, just got, you know, I was on call 24 hours a day. I mean, it was just, it was real deal. I mean, I'm talking about crisis and services and providing these services and so you know I, I, I you know this comes from a background of my family uh, my father from Mexico my mom from El Salvador and my grandmother uh, she had a big influence on my life and you know she always had a cigar she'd smoke and uh, really but she had a machete oh, how cute. and she'd always give me advice and I often talk about that she'd oh and, and the biggest quote she always said if you got enough energy to complain you got enough energy to do and she was my role model when it came to service. I mean, 
she spent more time doing things for other people. I mean, than she did going to church. I'm just going to say that wow. she dedicated her life that's to awesome. serve others. And <clears throat> and that's where you get it from. Well, yeah. I mean, I saw this, and she was a happy person. And uh, you know, and I saw the other, and 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 I also met this other lady once, um, who was in this church in a gift shop, and she was just uh, an amazing person. And and when I was so amazed by her, and then a, a week later she passed away. And then I was just saddened by it. I go to her funeral and it was a thousand people in this church. And I said, wow, here she has touched my life. And just, and, and look at And look at all the life she touched. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, uh, and I asked myself, what have I done? What have I really done for others? Uh, and, and I was already doing Now, when things. did she pass? When did she leave? Oh, this leave? was many years ago. Okay. Like, are you talking my grandmother? Yeah. Or the, oh, yeah, she passed about um, maybe 15 years ago. And then ago, you're, so. this person you're talking about next? Yeah, and then, and then I just had to really evaluate and start thinking about... Um, the Pay It Forward program. Well, you wanna, yeah. You want to do more. Well, what can I do? I, I had to ask myself, what can I do? What can I do? Very simple question. And uh, moved here to Colorado, and I started getting involved. I... I was doing outreach in the Hispanic community, Colorado Hispanic Republicans, and then I did. Uh, I where did, are they based? Where are they? Denver, Denver. They're right here in Denver. And, and I was just. And you uh, went straight to there. That was where. Yeah, I mean, I felt that that you know this is a community that I thought was, you know, not involved, needed to get involved, needed to. A very large community, believe it. I mean, lots. Yeah, and it wasn't something I'd done before. It was something. Um, I just felt that. Uh, I think this message of liberty, the message of, of uh, I almost felt like there was a world within a world. I still feel that way in that we, I needed to, I think it was a good idea to connect this, this community into, into the politics. And, and I did a lot of outreach there and I was successful with uh, getting a lot of things done. And then I um, eventually I ran for state Senate. What and, are you uh, most proud of with that group? With the, with with the Colorado Smack Republic? Yeah. Um, I'm most proud that we were able to uh, get our name on the map. I think up until then, I think it was just kind of like, uh, uh, oh, it would be nice. Wouldn't it be nice yeah. if you do this? And another self-culture, just yeah. another, another culture over here, just doing their yeah. own thing. And, and then I started you know, saying, no, no, we got to uh, just kind of um, not being PC about it, but just kind of getting people mobilized. I saw, I saw, I see things as... Uh, we got to just uh, go out of our comfort zone and, and then just say, this is where, and I still do that, you know, with, with Freedom for Education. Yeah. I just, um, you know, say, we need to offer people something. We can't just sort of say, well, you should believe it just because I said it. You know, it's just kind of, yeah, oh, yeah. what are we offering communities? What are we offering our, our cons- uh, people in our communities? I, I just, uh, I see this as a um, really important in the time when people feel very fearful or, or divided. Now, California is a total, totally different world to most people, yeah. especially people like myself. I'm from back <clears> east, <throat> and then a lot of people from Colorado who are from here, they think of California as just this mystical, crazy, wonderful yeah, world. Yeah, that's about accurate. You know, <laughs> wonderful world where, where San, Diego is different, San Diego is different than L.A., L.A. is different than San Francisco, yeah. uh, San Francisco is different than Sacramento. I mean, just like these four cities, they're just... What? So what is the biggest difference from, from coming, doing all, this, all the great work you did in San Francisco to doing the work you're doing here in, in Colorado? I think the but, difference is that here you can make a difference, much more so than California. I think in, Is California just stubborn? I think it's just... Or so, just so set in their ways. It's so set in its ways when yeah. it comes to government, when it comes to bureaucracy, when it comes to all of that. And that I often say, you know, when you lose your liberties, like you do there, you feel it. There's no escape from it, not even from your businesses, not even in your churches. And so this is why it was so important to me 
to talk about these things and promote this and say, this is why it's important that we, we have less government, dot, 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 and, and, and education and, and every aspect of our lives, having come from a place where it was everywhere, having come from a place when they knock on your door and say, are you recycling? I mean, why do you come into my door for? I mean, things like that, you would think that's crazy, but it is, it, it is. shouldn't. And, and the thing is, uh, can, I think we can take care of ourselves quite well. And I, and I just have solidified that perspective more and more so. And I think here in Colorado, um, it's a very interesting place because no party dominates this state. No. It's a, it's a, it's a mostly independence. So we're the purple state. Yeah, we're the purple one. And so I think this is why that kind of uh, stuff flourishes. And, if you, and, and I believe that if you put time into something and work hard, you, you'll, get it, you'll get some pay, paid off in some ways. You know? I, I've, I've always been like that. And that's what my grandmother was like. Was it a struggle in California? Was it just night? It was you a were nightmare. Doing, you were doing such good work. You, <laughs> no, you were doing such good work in the social work area and helping people. And then what was the, the stumbling block? It just, it just, it's just, I just, I'm, I'm trying to understand California. Because I just wanted to have the, a family. I just think, yeah. you know what? There's a quality of life issue. And and I and, and I know, there's so many people there. I don't know what it is. I just prefer. I just feel this was this is my home. Yeah. This is my home. I mean, I feel I felt that when I visited a few times, and I felt that this was the kind of place that is my home. And it's a quality of life. I think the the people of Colorado are the nicest, most friendliest they people are. of of America. I, I can agree. say I that. Agree with that. Yeah. And 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 they deserve better than what we've been having here. And so I feel very passionately about that, having seen what I've seen. And, and that's where I get, feel that passion, seeing the people of Colorado, seeing this is a, a, an amazing place. And the reason why I ask so much about California is because you've lived there, you've been there, um, you're from there, and you've seen, you've seen a lot of things. And it's because California is so powerful when it comes to elections. It's so powerful when it comes, because it's got so many delegates. It's, such a, it's got 35 million people living in it. That's a little bit more people than the country of Canada. So it's just such a awesome state. So I just wanted to know if it, if it was just helpless because it's just so many people and so many different ideas and so many different diversities and everybody's living their own kind of little section of the of the of the state and doing their own thing. I, I don't know. I don't really speculate. I just kind of feel I'm the kind of person who want, who's do does. And so I felt like where is the place in my life that I can do do more, where I can actually and and I and I felt that. Colorado is that place, and, and, and I feel it with my heart. I mean, um, and so I, I just want to encourage other people to know that they have the destiny in their own hands, that they can do, and, and I'm showing through what I've been doing that it, it's, it's really, I, I just, um, goes back to what I just said, what my grandmother said, if you have ener enough energy to complain, you have enough energy to do. Mm -hmm. And so instead of complaining, I think we need to be able to be people of action. And we also need to be supportive of each other, of our community. Uh, I think this is why I started Freedom for Education. I um, saw after I ran in my state Senate race, which we lost by half a percent. It was yeah, very, it was so very close. close. And it was just a lot of news and a lot of stuff going on there. And, and I felt and a lot of people didn't know you yet. That's what I thought. Right, they right. just didn't know you. They're like, okay, I know him now, next time. And then we came, ex yeah. like you said. But the point is, you'll get it next time. After, after all that, I realized, you know what? If there's an area in our lives that, that needs a voice for the families, for the community, it's education. Not what we've been seeing, not with big government, not with all the, the whole unions. We need people to talk about 
the data collecting, would talk to, to stop this, just to, to peel Common Core, to to put to give parents all the testing they have all to the testing all they, the you micromanagement. And, you, you, you and I never had to do that. I'm from no. Virginia. We took one. It's called the SAT, and we were done. That's it. That's it. But the micromanagement they're I doing like to the either. teachers, mm -hmm. and it's and yeah, but but all this that the, the people are going through, and 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 the money that's going into this, yeah. like almost half the legislative budget, and and it's like. It, it stops us from doing other things when it comes to business, when it comes to anything you can think of. So in your mind, it's okay that education is political. It has political basis because it needs help. I mean, it mm -hmm. does. It's a, the, the teachers, it's a union. They need, you know, I get it. And they need, they need some help. They need some structure. And that's where, that's where government comes in. But for you and the, and the freedom of education, how is that different than what the regular state does for well, the kids? Freedom for education, what we are doing is we want to put the control or the voice for the parents and the local community and not have any influence. I would actually say less political influence at all because I, I think that every issue that we fought at the legislature in this past session, which we were successful on, uh, was argued on the basis of giving those liberties and freedoms to parents and families. And, and I believe personally that the family is under attack yeah. when it comes to their liberties. And we've seen um, the first bill was when they were talking about kindergarten readiness program. And this is basically psychological testing. And this was being discussed at the school, at the state school board. You're saying, what? Psychological testing? Mm -hmm. Why are we doing this? And the point is, it took us to mobilize the thousands of families and communities to say, and to shine, just shine a light on this. And then pretty soon people realize, whoa, 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 wait, hold on a second. And it didn't pass. Is it, to, is it to try to segregate kids into the kids who can learn fast, who can accelerate, to kids with learning disabilities, to kids with special needs, to kids with, you know, um, with uh, motor skills uh, problems? I mean, is, it to, is the reason why those testing was going it's on just It's because of to, Common Core. That's what it is? Okay. And, and what has happened in park testing, what, what happened in my race, I ran against a person who was basically a, was part of the you know, person who let the floodgates open. A liberal establishment. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then you had um, families from bipartisan, both sides of the aisle, saying, can we just wait one year before all this is implemented? And it wasn't done. And, and I saw it, and I thought to myself, I can't believe this. We had an opportunity to delay it. We, it was bipartisan. And, and now we're in this situation, and now people are starting to realize how bad the situation is. And, and as, as a result, we've grown. And, and again, and so like there's been that bill, and we fought again for the data badge bill, which was trying to... Explain the data badge bill to everybody, because a, a lot of people who are listening outside of Colorado don't understand a lot of stuff that's going on inside Colorado, but believe it or not, other states watch us very closely. We're, oh, we're, yeah. We are, we are an this absolute... testing ground. We are an absolute testing ground, not just, and I, you know, not just for you know, uh, you know, drugs and things like that, uh, but also for education and for politics. So tell us a little about that one. Well, the, what they're doing, what they were trying to do is trying to kind of put children in the career paths and then record this information and put, uh, with the government. I mean, like, okay, well, and, and they try to make it innocuous, like you're earning a little badge or something. And like, I said, like scouting or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I said, well, no, hold on a second. Um, this isn't information that we need to be gathering. The point, bottom line, it comes down to who should have control over that information, the parents, the families, and where is this going? And once you bring, and of course it was pulled, and I know they're still gonna, you know, don't think it's not gonna go away. I mean, the point is we're drawing attention and succeeding in drawing attention and, and having concrete results 
with so many things. And sometimes we get lost in a lot of issues. We can debate an issue uh, left and right. Like there was the immunization bill and they go, oh, should you or shouldn't you? Well, no, the bottom line was, should the government have this information, private health information or not? Period. Period. Yep. Nothing to, uh, you know, we can, and I, and I want to encourage people when it comes to a lot of issues, what are things that we can agree on? What are things that are important to all Is of us? Is it both sides, you mean, liberal and conservative? Correct. Okay. Correct. Because these, I see this issue as not a partisan issue. I don't we go that. in there and say, you know, shouldn't you as a parent be able to have to, the, the ultimate say when it comes to what's best? For your family, parent or guardian, whatever you want to say, sure. and see, and and that I think is fundamentally a right or important, and so now we're starting to see, you know, there, there there's all kinds of things going on that want to take away, take that away, and and so I think we need to, right now we're at a time where we need to draw attention to it, and and we've been successful in mobilizing people, we're empowering families, we're there's people and families that have never testified in the legislature. Never voted. Ne never, yeah, never all kinds voting. of things. And I, I can't I, believe you have your kid in public school and you've never voted. And you have people, and, and, and they're getting involved. <laughs> and they involved. may not even know that they can. I mean, some people come to the state and they don't know, you know, if they're an immigrant or a first-generation first, first American. They don't know that they can. Well, this, we've been able to encourage families to get involved, and that's what we're, that's what we're doing, and, and it's been awesome. So, Tony, you go around with your crew um, for Freedom for Education. Do you do, do you do seminars? Do you go to homes? How do you, get, how do, you do the outreach? Because a, a, a lot of the families that, I, that I've, you know, cause I've, I've researched you a little bit, a lot of the families you're trying to reach, they don't have Internet. They don't have social media. They can't find you, so do you have to go find I them? I go right to them. I go to their schools, to their homes all across the state and where, uh, wherever they have questions, whether they have concerns about among these issues, I'm there. And, and so I think, I believe we need to have their backs. I think that, that's what it is. And I, I kind of, um, of course you get pushback. You yeah, get pushback because, you know, sometimes, uh, you, you know, you have varied interests here. And, and of course, it was amazing because I was attacked when, Heavily attacked, and now I'm heavily attacked. And many people see that as a compliment because they're like, yeah. well, if you're being attacked from this way and that way, that means you're doing something uh, effective. And, and, uh, and, and I want to encourage people to do it. You know, I, was just, uh, I had an analogy, which you think is funny, but there was somebody who um, told this story about, uh, my wife told me this story, so I thought it was funny, where there was a donkey, a couple. Uh, you had the wife, the, first you had the wife, let me see how the story goes. Okay, it was the, the husband's riding the donkey and the wife was along and they go, oh, what kind of man is this? I mean, uh, what kind of, you know. Yeah, uh, having his wife, you know, walk and he's on the donkey. Yeah. Right, right, oh, he's on the donkey, right. Yeah. And then it was switched around and then she's riding the donkey and he's on the side. Oh, he's an old man, why doesn't he care? Why doesn't she care about him? And then in the third scenario is the couple walking next to the donkey and what's wrong with them? Why aren't they riding the donkey? <laughs> the point of the story is, you can't please everybody. You, no. you just got to do what's right. And everybody's, everybody's going to see that picture differently. <laughs> and everybody's going to see a situation differently. And everybody's going to see education differently. Most of the people in the state of Colorado, now, the way I've seen Colorado is there's a northern bias. Okay? Anything from Colorado Springs up is kind of 
we do our own thing. Anything from Colorado Springs down, they do their own thing because you know they're smaller cities, smaller areas, and that type of time. How do you get the? How do you get your outreach to the Trinidad's and 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 the four corners of, of the state? And how do you get that to the smaller smaller counties and less wealthy counties? The um, same way. Same way. The same way. So you, I mean, you that, drive, you drive your drive, you drive your your whole crew down there and say, <laughs> I, I just, uh, hey, okay. uh, Tony, we need you to speak here. And it's three and a half, four hours. Sure. I'll sure let's go. What day? <laughs> I okay. mean, well, good. I, I think, and, and it's amazing that the word has gotten out so much. Because Trinidad and Durango and those cities down there need I, help, tons of help. I need to get out there more. And, and there, was this, uh, there was this mom who called me from way up north. And she was so fired like up. Like Steamboat Springs area? We're we talking Greeley? Yeah, I mean, wait, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, way okay. in there. And, wait, right. and then she was, she was so upset and so fired up. And I, and, I, and, and I learned from experience when a mama grizzly bear calls you, you say, yes, ma'am, <laughs> yes, ma'am. And then I just directed her to the legislator she needed to talk to. And yeah. it was very effective to, <laughs> to empower this person. That's good. Because this is, this is how it works. <laughs> and she goes, yes, ma'am, let me tell you who you should call. <laughs> <laughs> and they see, do it. And they do it because it, it involves their children. It involves their... Their, 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 their grandchildren, their, their grandchildren, children, everything. And, and, and the thing is, um, it's not just about that. It's about... The, I'm also on the Colorado Union of Taxpayers on the board. So it's your taxpayer dollars going there. And, and, and so, so when you say, well, it's just, just education, well, I mean, your, your taxes are going there. And, and, and I said, what's wrong with asking about transparency? Whoa, imagine that. Where is your money going? How is it? Where did all that uh, marijuana lottery money go? Uh-huh. I mean, this no, is this stuff that people really want to know. And and so, we 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 ask for. And and I always say, can we they have, go online and find out where the oh, money, I would where love, the money's is going? That's they can't do it yet because no, the governor we're the governor, trying it, exactly. the governor won't do it. That's what we're trying to expose and be able to do this. And I said, uh, and the, and we should know. And I, I'm a citizen myself. I'm a voting. You know, taxpaying man myself here in Colorado, we should know where those dollars are going. Exactly, and we should know if they're if the pot if the pot money's going to potholes, we should know that. If we're, if the if the if if the education is going to the wealthier counties, that's not right. It needs to go to how, the how, well. However, again, I, I encourage local say mm-hmm. I really don't like the idea of government okay. getting picking winners and losers because um, I think again it's just like where where should this where who would know better. Mm-hmm. Rather than the local, com- I mean, and, and, and some people say, well, I don't know if I like that idea. Well, you don't trust the local, com- I mean. No, it's- yeah, no, I, yeah, you don't trust us? You don't trust the local yeah. government? Come on. Or the people in the community? I mm-hmm. mean, uh, I think it really comes down to that. And, and I think that um, they can make those decisions. And I think uh, that, and, and that's new for people. That's, that's something called liberty. And they yeah. go, wow, you mean. Uh, once you have that responsibility, well, then you've got to do something. Right. <laughs> Just and, and for this question, you can, you can either speak from your heart or speak from your head. I understand, um, and however you feel. How is the education in Colorado? How, how are we doing? How are the teachers doing? How are, how are the, you know, the, the, state, the state legislators in, in the education process here doing in Colorado? We've got some pretty smart kids here. Yeah, yeah. You, you hear conflicting results, but the thing that concerns me is that you have children, when I hear businesses saying that they don't want to hire kids, young people coming out of the system because they don't know how to count or they don't, or they don't, or they don't know how to add when they say uh, with the common core, it's like two plus two doesn't have to be four. And, or they, they, there's these basic Some of the companies that, that I've talked me. to, they don't like the fact that some of the kids are too soft. They're just, they're just, you know, they're so into their computers and, and this and that and the other. They don't know how to, they don't know how to interact with, 
adults. They don't know how to talk. They don't know how to interact. They don't, and they don't take criticism very what well. I, what, exactly. What I've heard from some businesses is a lot of people want the corner office. They don't want to work for or know how to make a corner office. Yeah. It's like it, it's just kind of like uh, no, you've got to put in your time. It isn't, or you've got to know, learn these basic skills. And, and why are the teachers in in high school and college telling these kids that? Look, you got to earn this. It's not just because you get a degree from our school, you're going to be perfect. You got to earn this. Where is the? How can Freedom for Education help the high schools tell these kids, hey, when you go to college, it's up to you to learn. It's up to you to ask your professor for help. It's up to you to get in there and say, look, I want my education. It's a public education. CU is a public school. So is state. So is Metro. They're all public schools. And these kids can demand more, but they just don't because the professors don't allow them. I think we're going to also need the help of the parents. Okay. Because it's kind of a twofold thing with the teachers and the parents and a whole community thing. And I think sometimes some people are on an autopilot and they oh, say, yes. well, it's a babysitting. No, it's not. It's not babysitting. <laughs> this is, this, is, this is education. They're, they're putting a lot of time and, and you've you got to be a part of this. And, and so that's what I want to encourage people. They get discouraged when they think it's just, oh, this whole thing is just uh, political or this is just too much. No, it's not. It's, no. It's, it's, you can be I live in Jefferson County and my son goes to school in Douglas County. Uh, it's, Douglas County is the seventh wealthiest county in our country and that competes with Fairfax County in New York. That competes with Nassau wow, County, okay. which is New York. And they are the, the, Douglas County is the wealthiest, wealthiest county west of the Mississippi that competes with anything over there in California. It is absolutely drooling in money. And uh, for some reason, there's problems over there. I'm not sure what. I've empowered my son who's in high school to talk to your teachers. If you're having a problem learning from them in that atmosphere, go talk to them and say, look, I need, I need a little extra here and a little extra there. And he's doing it. And you're right. It does take the parents. Yeah. And it just takes a parent to say, look, take the kid, say, look, you, it's okay to talk to your professor. They're humans. Or your teacher. They're humans. Talk to them and they will help you. I'm going to say something that I've seen in a lot of different communities. And um, one thing that was important for me growing up that I grew up with the understanding that I wasn't a hyphenated American. I have to point this out because, oh. High five. Oh. There you go. <laughs> yes, because. Um, and kind of explain that to the listening public. Well, sometimes people refer to different communities as Mexican American and this American and that American. And I think it was very important for me to understand right from the beginning for my family that I was an American because then I knew that whatever I did, I had, personal responsibility or I was a part of something bigger than what I was and who I was. I didn't have this thing of, oh, it's an other, it's those guys, it's us versus them, here versus there. And I think that's a very important thing that was important for me in education to be able to, and I had people, don't think that I didn't have people say, you know, uh, you shouldn't go to that school. It's a good. When I was going to, I went to Lowell, which was a top school. But I had people discourage me from going to higher. This education. was this was in in, in college. Yeah, yeah, in, in high school. And sure. I said, you know, I, my thank God I had a chip on my shoulder back then because otherwise. I, now you didn't you go know. to one of those those high schools that everybody thinks about in in East LA where they have the you know, the, the you go up through and the guns and the, they have the the thing you have. The to neighborhood go, I the grew security, up in was like that, but the, the school I went to was, was not. Was not, and and but the neighborhood I grew up in was. Let's just say taxis don't go there. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. It's, it's still tough. It's still tough. And so I, I, I sometimes say I learned a lot about life there. And, and so I said, you know, that's why I, I feel that you, we need to, um, I, I think sometimes we need to not operate out of fear. We need to operate out of 
getting that, I go back to liberty, getting that message yeah. across. What does that mean? And, and I often, I've used this story before and to illustrate <laughs> it. I just like to, people call it my squirrel story, but no, I like it. Right. But it's Your like, elevator pitch, go. Well, it's Let's like, hear it. there's a squirrel that comes into a room and, this, and people are wondering, how do we get the squirrel out? Well, thankfully these people are not big government types. They said, well, let's put a little plank so the squirrel can climb out. But there were others would say, well, maybe we need to study the problem. Maybe we need to spend more money. Maybe if you vote for me, maybe this and maybe that. And then pretty soon, this, and, and what should we be saying to that squirrel? Well, squirrel, look outside the window. You got trees and acorns. You can, you can have so much more than what you have. And I think people need to realize they can achieve more, have more, by just, by just walking out of that room. We don't have to settle for what's less. And I, when I've said this to some people, they're just, their eyes open and they say, yeah, that's right. I don't have to, it doesn't have to be that way. I don't have to be a zombie. I don't have to be the squirrel in the hole. No. I can be somebody. I can do something. It's, it's possible to do And it. it's okay to be an American. It's okay. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's okay <laughs> to say I'm American. When you, when you. It's well, a compliment. It's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing it's to achieve. Good thing. It's a good thing to achieve. Did you notice when you were traveling? I was a cruise director for ten years on Norwegian Cruise Line. And, and you I did you've, a little bit of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and you've like traveled that a lot too yeah. in, your, in your life uh, with your wife and, and just being and, and you were when you were single. Did you notice that when you go to these countries, they don't call us Americans. They call us people from the states. Oh, you're from the states. Which state? Yeah. Where are you from? They go. You go. I go United States, or I said the states, and they say which one. They don't never call us American. They don't, because Mexico is America to them. That's right. South America is America. Yeah, they, to them. they put all of America put, they together. They put the whole thing the as continent. A, like we we say. Well, you live in Europe. Where? That's what I ask them. Like, where in Europe do you live? So it's okay to be an American. It's okay to identify yourself as American. And I think that might help us when we all just say, "Look, we're American," instead of segregating ourselves into the little different pieces of corner. It's what brings us together rather than tears us apart. That's important. It's like we need to be maybe teaching this a little more. I mean, I felt that that was very important to me. And, and I thought I, I didn't want to feel isolated. I didn't like this, you know, it's kind of like you can get in, into this trap and saying that, oh, I'm the only one. Why should I do what I do? What's the point? I mean, I go, guess what? When you start feeling that way, that's a good place. And, and then you don't vote. Well, <laughs> guess who decides? Someone decides for you. I know. And I love what you're doing. I think it's outstanding. It's okay to be a conservative in Colorado. It can work and it helps and you can grow and you can help people. Conservatives do good work too, folks. I mean, a lot of people don't think that, but they do. They do outstanding They're like, work. you're in social, you've you're, done you're social do, service? And you're conservative? <laughs> <laughs> they kind of like give you that doggy look like, what? Um, but um, just so you know, Freedom, of, freedom for Education, uh, contacts and donations can be done at Freedom for Education at P.O. Box uh, 262-1474. That's 62-1474. That's the P.O. Box. Excuse me, Littleton, Colorado. And then freedomforeducation.com. Check that out. And you can also find Tony Sanchez on there too. Um, I, like, I like what you're doing. I think it's incredible. I, and you're helping these kids and you're helping the community. And, and you're going to win. Uh, you're you're going to win next time. And we're going to be talking to a state senator next time. Well, that, um, well we'll see. No. We'll make that decision. When we right come back, when we come back, when we come back after the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about politics and about what's going on in the world of politics right now, and right here in our local community of Denver, Colorado. I'm Rob Scoggins. I'm your host of the Topic of Conversation. We are right here, live in downtown Denver at the original Brooklyn's, and we'll be back right after the break. Thanks. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Topic of Conversation. I am Rob Scoggins, your host, and I just want to remind you that Zing Tea is the official drink of the Topic of Conversation. At any time, you are down here on a Wednesday night in downtown Denver at the 
at the uh, Topic of Conversation live here with us. Grab yourself a lanyard from Zing T, sign up and be on our mailing list. We'd love to have you. We're also giving out posters uh, for Mother's Day and happy Mother's Day to everybody out there as well. And of course, happy uh, Star Wars Day. Be, may the 4th be with you. But uh, this Mother's Day stars, stars Julia, uh, Julia Roberts, Jennifer Aniston, um, uh, Kate Hudson, and of course, uh, Jason Sudeikis. It's a fun movie about being about Mother's Day. So I also just want to remind you that Zing Tea is the official drink. Grab yourself a Zing. It's all at the United States beverage. It's everywhere in the United States. Go to any local supermarket or gas station. You can grab yourself a Zing. My name's Rob Scoggins. I've got a thing for Zing. We have been talking about politics here, here at the Topic Conversation tonight, and we are talking about uh, conservatism because Tony Sanchez is one, and but he's also doing so much for education here in the state of Colorado with the freedom of education. I want to give you a little shout out for that real quick. The, uh, the, con um, the way you can contact or donate to the Freedom for Education is go to P.O. Box uh, 621474. That's P.O. Box 621474. Um, or uh, go to Littleton uh, in Littleton, Colorado, uh, and then the freedomforeducation.com. You can do it that way too. And of course, um, you can also uh, get in touch with Tony that way. Tony, what are, what are some other ways? Welcome back. What are some other ways they can get uh, in touch with uh, Freedom for Education if they want to help out? Well, they can like us on Facebook. And, and I just also want to stress that this issue is not a partisan issue. It's not a conservative or liberal. No, it's not it's, at all. It's a, so I just remind the listeners that. This is um, something that, that that I did this with, with that in mind, and and, and uh, but they can Facebook, they can like us on Facebook. If there's information that they feel um, that they can send me or, or message me and, and contact me through the website, I, I want I really want this as a resource for people in the community throughout Colorado. So this is this is something for everybody. Good. This is what this is for. And your wife is very involved. Well, my wife was involved because she was she's letting me do this. You see, <laughs> I mean, oh, that's, <laughs> that's pretty nice. much yeah, it. Nice. I, I mean, when she first married me, you know, I will never forget. She said one of the conditions you could say was no politics, Tony. And I don't know why she said that when we first got married. And then later on, it was like you know, Tony, wow, people, you, you people need your what you're doing. You're doing a lot, yeah. and 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 so she was. They need to hear you. Yeah, and yeah. so she was. Very, been very supportive in everything we do, and, and I just can't thank her enough. And I just, uh, the sacrifices, I mean, when we started this out, I mean, it was, we had money to maybe save up to get a home. We had to, we said, okay, we're going to take a chance. And we, we put, and then just to get this thing started, I mean, we're still putting the money into the, into the sure. group. We're not, we're not taking, you know, I, I mean, this it. is, this is just to, it's, it's a love. It's, it's, it's a love. It's a passion. And, and, it's your and, baby. Well, I want. Um, I, I saw it as a big need, and the success we've been having with it so far in the legislature has been amazing. And and I want I want people to know that uh, we're just getting started. I want people to know you that are. we're just really getting started You're throughout at your the state. And it's and, wonderful. And, and uh, we're you know we're we're growing. We're growing in a big way, leaps and bounds. National Definitely. politics. A lot of a lot has happened in the past. I would say 48 hours. Yeah. Um, I was so, asleep, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> you didn't, what, didn't what you, any, you didn't get any phone calls? I just woke up. Yeah. Um, you are a delegate, correct? Yeah, national delegate. Uh -huh. A national delegate. And you, um, we all, I think the world knows and the country knows that everybody had, everybody pledged to cruise. And that's probably uh, where you guys are still at, correct? Yeah. Despite what happened until we're released, I'm still pledged Pledge to, cruise. to cruise. Yeah. yeah. Until, you know, we, don't, we haven't heard anything and nothing's changed. Nothing's as changed. Far as that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just he just dropped out. Now it looks like uh, Trump is is Trump will be um, rolling towards convention, and we'll see what happens, right? 
Yeah, we have to see. I mean, obviously, what happens after that, and and uh, we'll just wait and see. Definitely. Yeah, and then Hillary and Bernie haven't left, so uh, <laughs> that that'll be some some entertainment to watch as 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 things go on. Yeah, yeah. So you have a great story uh, about um, about success um, in 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 freedom for education. The story you were telling me about the break. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Um, I I remember there was a friend of mine when I kind of talked to people about how it is to be successful to do something like this. And uh, I, I think of this story of my friend who was an imp- he's a kind of a band promoter or something. And, yeah, sure. and so it was kind of Events promoter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. and he books bands. And, and I had a coworker who wanted to one time have him listen. And I'd never seen him in a professional capacity. So it was a shock to <laughs> like, see him what? working <laughs> like this. And so, but yeah, he's a professional. So he was listening. And later on, I asked him, so what do you think of this band? He says, well, they look good. And it didn't sound like a compliment. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and looking so, good and sounding good. Right. And then I said, he said, so Tony, he said, uh, do you feel like, so I said, oh, so you like them? And then his answer was, do you feel like putting some money into their bucket right now? And I said, well, not really. So then he said, let me take you to another band. So next week, the following week, he took me to this other performance. And it wasn't my kind of music, but it was amazing. I mean, I was really impressed and the bucket came around and I put some money in there and he said, what made you do that, Tony? Why did you put some money in that bucket? Yeah, why did you do that? And I said, um, I don't know, they, they seem like they're serious about what they're doing. That's exactly right, Tony. Whether it's a band, the music industry or business or anything at all, you put time into it, you work hard, you're professional. And you saw what they did after they performed. They shook everybody's hand and they greeted everybody. and Thanking everybody. Thanking everyone. They gave you something. I got it. And see, and that I think is the problem we're seeing in the political scene is that we don't, we need to keep in mind Everybody's that taking. Take, take, yes. Take, take, take. And I often use this example. If I said this to my wife, well, I already said I loved you. A year ago, so why do I have to say it again? That's not going to work. <laughs> no. I won't be married. <laughs> and it's the same thing in public service. We have to serve and thank and love. And we need to, how, does, how do we express this? We express it through our service. We express it to, um, and I think it is sorely needed that we, that uh, this thing called public service and, 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 and because we have so many people that have seen because the Because in public service, you're being paid by the tax dollars. Right. And you need to go thank those people who are working hard for you to, in, so, to enjoy the, the luxuries that you can provide them in education or for roads whatever, or whatever. Whatever it is. And, whatever it is. And I, I worked at this one agency that took some money, not very much money, in taxpayer dollars. And I said this to all the workers. And I said, when you're not working and this money is coming from the taxpayer, that's called stealing. I wanted people to understand the responsibility of the trust that people are putting into this. And it just starts from the very beginning. And it's just like, how seriously do we take this public trust? How seriously do we take this? And I think that's why I use this example. I say, you know, um, it's not about take, it's about give. And I often say, that's how you separate one from the other. Are you there to serve or are you there to take? Are you th- what are you there to do? What's your purpose? Why do you want to do what you do? And I had to ask, ask that question for myself and say, why do I want to do this? And I said, because I want to do serve. I want, I want to serve. To, I, want to, I think this is something that is sorely needed. And 
And if it grows and it's great and other people can take it and do what they, I mean, I just thought that this is something that's needed. There's a need. And, and I go back to what I said at the beginning with my grandmother. Yeah. If you have enough energy to complain, you have enough energy to do. Where, where is she from again? Where, what part of She the, was from Central America, El Salvador. El Salvador. And, and she and, had that little, little cigar that, oh, yeah. that they all have. She ever, yeah, that's so, right. It's so cute. And then the puro, and then she would just uh -huh. kind of point with it, you know, and always like, uh, Did she <laughs> you should kiss the ground every day you're in America. That's another one of her quotes. Every day. <laughs> Do people people around the people around the country, especially Central America and South America, they know what America can give to people, and oh, they know what the United States, it. they know what being a part of this chain of Americas is all about, and they know what being in the United States can give to them. Um, how how are people are people still coming here for that? Are they just coming here to? Because I have a lot of friends from Mexico, and a lot of them are just here to work, and then they go home. They don't want to stay. They just want to work, make some money. And get the heck out. I think, but there there are other countries, especially Central America folks, who want to stay. Are well, we making it easier for them or harder for them to stay? Well, the immigration issue is very complicated. I think we need to enforce the laws that we have, and I think that the different the immigration we had in the fifties and sixties is different, totally different than the kind we have now. And I think back then people wanted to assimilate. There was a big drive to learn the language, and and a lot of that. And I think. Um, so I think that's really important. I, I, I mean, whenever I speak about this, I had one time someone says, can you translate all your materials in Spanish? I said, sure, give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, no, I'm making a point. It yeah. costs money. money. And then I said, well, what about, uh, and it's also a safety factor. Do I want to tr talk to your daughter when it's, you're getting medication or we're building a building? Yeah. I mean, it is an opportunity. It is the language of opportunity. And people say, wow. Nobody ever said that. It is language it's a, it, it is. And I said, it's plain and simple. I don't want you to keep you down. I want you to bring you up. And I said, this is what we need. We need to, it goes back to that. I'm saying, what do we, that's what we, we should be, offer the opportunity. And I think that um, right now it's a very contentious issue. And, and I think uh, rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so because we, um, We've done, we've created special classes. You know, whenever I say this, whenever you try to make things fair for a group of people, it winds up unfair for everybody of else. Of course, there's always somebody who's gonna be unhappy. And you're not gonna, and, and see the thing is in that issue, you, you're not, you're, what about the people, the Americans or people born here who, 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 who are, don't have the economic... Or who want to speak Spanish their whole life. Or, it's or okay. What, or, but, or, or a Russian or Indonesian. It doesn't, you know... But they need to have that opportunity. Just And, and you can't... I don't like the idea, again, picking winners and losers and making things. And so I, I just think, well, then, then make it appealing. It's about opportunity. We're doing this legally th because it's about that. And I just think that we need to... Again, it goes back to, you know, being an American... Offer, is, offer a door, but make it legal. Yeah, well. Offer the door, you're welcome, but let's make it. It's got to be. Have a, have a legalization of yeah, doing it. Yeah, and then people talk about that, but I just think that. Well, we, I bring us know. back to Germany. In Germany, if, I want, if you and I want to go to Germany and take our, our, take our loved ones and become Germans, you have to learn their language or you don't get in. You don't get to stay. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, no. you don't get to stay. Other countries do that too. The problem with America, we don't have a national language. Right. We've never declared one. And it's fun to watch the Olympics. Watch the, watch the Olympics in Brazil tonight, uh, this, this summer, and you'll see the Parade of Nations. The United States will go in order. They'll go, usually go last when we're not hosting it. And it'll say, how many people in our country, how many Olympians are there, and the national language. We don't have one. It says unknown or none. And so 
that's okay. I think that's okay. I don't know if that's okay. I don't know if we need to do that. Uh, but other countries do that. They say, look, you got to learn French or you don't get to stay. You got to learn German or you don't get to stay. We don't say you have to learn English or you don't get to stay. And that's okay. I mean, I, I have plenty of friends who are speaking Spanish and German and French and they're in their, in then their, again, in their native language, English here is in the, United, the language of opportunity. And like, like that, you, then that's where we're back at. If yeah. you want to stay down and be put down, and, 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 and I think then that's, again, we're back to the squirrel. We're back you're to you're squirrel, in yeah. the room. Then if you want to stay in that room, if you want to have the acorns and the trees, then the yeah. language, you see, that's the yeah, point. It's, it's the whole just, circle. I, I want, and that's what the freedom of education is people, trying to get out there. People need to be able to make those choices for themselves, and they need to understand that we are offering liberty, offering freedom. It's a beautiful thing, freedom. This is what we should be for. We should, you know, and liberty, can, freedom. Yes, and all that stuff. it's like sometimes, you know, when you're saying I'm against this, I'm against that. Yes, we, our organization is is to repeal Common Core. It's also the petition. Right. Mm -hmm. so I encourage people to sign it. But the point is, although we're for, uh, for repealing that, we also are offering. Well, guess what? You will be able to make more choices for your family. And, 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 and it's just a great thing. And we should be, again, it's not a partisan thing. We gotta get away and understand this freedom is something uh, that makes our country special. And we shouldn't be ashamed to, to articulate. I think in fact, we should defend liberty, defend it whenever we can and say, well, why, why should I do this? Well, because otherwise, and. Uh, so you're saying not convert, no, but defend. Like yes, that. yes, I'm, I'm saying that, uh, I see freedom a lot like, again, I'll go back to a relationship. It's fragile. Yeah, very. It isn't something that, oh, okay, you, you love me just because uh, you're married to me, so you should love me. Uh, well, no, you <laughs> no. actually gotta work at this, and it's the same with freedom. It's, it's, it's with every generation. We need to work at it and, and take it very seriously because when you don't have it, I get stories, what I heard from Central America or Mexico, you, you hear these stories. I hear and, them all the time. And they're horrible stories, and, and, and we don't take those things for granted. And we just say, um, again, you know, we, sometimes we use government to punish one group of people versus another group. Wouldn't it be amazing if we didn't do that and then just, mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I just, I think people are so not used to it that they wouldn't know some people would not know what to do with themselves if they actually had I agree that kind no of I agree and we don't I don't think I don't think we realize and that's why it's so important for I and I hope at some point freedom for education starts showing kids that what we have here is so amazing yes. compared to what they have outside of our borders in some of these countries uh, there's 195 countries in the world and what 80 of them are free or have freedoms but a lot of them don't still and a lot of them are you know, you're either rich or you're poor. There's no, right. any, there's no anything else. And I think our kids in our country need to see that because they don't see that. Or we're all heading in see, a politically all they correct the, direction. All they see is the fun shows, fun shows on TV, the weird stuff on YouTube. They don't know what's out there. They don't know that other people are being affected. They, they don't know in Japan. Sometimes they, they all hold, all the classmates hold hands so they all can finish first in a, in a race. Yeah. And so we, we need to, you know, and everyone gets a medal. Come yeah. on. No. It's just this, this. There, you know, there's nothing wrong with excelling. In fact, it's a, I think it's. A good thing. So that's why the Olympics has, you know, first, second, and third. That's <laughs> all it is. There's no, there's no honorable mention for fourth. There's no everybody gets a trophy. Well, you tried. Well, but marathons <laughs> seem to give everybody a a, a, a a little medal, which is nice. It's nice, but you know, because they paid for it. I mean, they. You know. I know, I didn't grow up that way. No, I didn't either. <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> in the audience grew up that way. Nobody in the audience grew up that way. My son's not growing up that way. My son's seeing people grow up that way. And I said, look, you either win, you, you can win a game and you win the game. I mean, only one person can be president. Only one person can be, you know, Senate, state Senate. That's it. You can't have, 
You, you didn't get a trophy for coming in second. You just said, okay, I'll try it again next time. Well, you no, you, you just throw yourself in and, and do and see what's need, what needs to be done. Right. I mean, I, I grew up in a Catholic school, and I remember this one uh, nun. She she was always talking like this and <laughs> very, very disappointed. Anthony, you must yes, do this. Yes, or I, will, yes. I will swat you with the ruler. <laughs> old school, old school, really old yeah. school. And it was very funny. Once there was you a hit piece, a kid now, they hit you back. Back then, oh, I don't know, but back then, obviously, it was tough. And there was uh, people were scared of it. <laughs> and then you had the a, there was a piece of paper on the ground, and I said, uh, she said. Please put that trash in the trash can. And I said, well, that's not my trash. She said, I didn't ask you if it was your trash. I asked you to throw it away. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. This, is a, this isn't, and this is exactly the mindset. It's like, yeah. you're right. There's something that needs to be done. Let's do it. Otherwise, I'll be like at home, like, oh, you didn't wash the dish. Oh, you didn't wash it. Well, who's going to wash it? Someone's going to have to wash it. Oh, God, you're going to spend the whole afternoon debating who's going to wash the dish. <laughs> just, wash that's, that, just wash it. And that's the, that's the problem our society is facing today. Right, we're debating who should wash the dish. We're, we're, in, a, in, I, I, you know, we're in a bus. You know, I, I was in a bus one time, and this guy was like, he did the most productive thing. It was amazing. He went, ah. I said, did the, make the bus go faster? <laughs> no. no. No, it didn't. So I had to learn that myself and see, you know, am I being productive when I complain about the dirty dish in the sink or when I'm sighing that way? How am I making our community or our family or anything better by doing that? And I, and I had to take that personal inventory and, and then just say, hey, guess what? By me not worrying about that dirty dish, we actually wash the dish and now we've got other things that we can do that is productive. It's <laughs> a great, argue that's a about great analogy. <laughs> yeah, how important is for you, for the freedom of education and for yourself, um, to talk to the kids, to talk to the students? I mean, yes, it, it starts with the parents. The parents have to be on board. Sometimes the parents are so busy nowadays in this culture we live in now. We put so much, I mean, some parents have three jobs that they just have to you know, struggle, struggle with. How important is it to talk to the kids too or get, get to the kids and talk to these high school kids that, um, that, do, that do have a mind and, and can help? You know, I've, I've talked to a lot, mostly kids under 10. And you're, you're gonna, wow, that's I'm, incredible. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of them, feel like they're suffering with this common core. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. I've had children. And common core is all the testing, right? Oh my God, yes. And yeah. the testing and the questions and the personal questions mm -hmm. and, and the answers that they wrote. One kid said, I wrote 20, 20 minus three is 17. I was told I was wrong and yeah. I was right. And, and it's, I'm gonna tell you, when you have a child tell you from their own heart, their own testimony, that they saying, please take it away. Yeah. It's, heartbreaking for them to come up to me and say things like this. And I hear crazy things when they say, well, uh, Genghis Khan wasn't so bad, you know? And I mean, you hear this <laughs> stuff from these kids yeah. and, and it's just like, and the parents, and, and you got to feel for these parents when they say, well, can they afford? This is what they got. Yeah. This is, and, and so we can't just abandon this whole thing. And, and again, it's our taxpayer dollars. So this is my own personal view, and, 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 and I just want, someday I want to see, you know, testing where they don't ask you your race. You just take it. You just take it. You just, you're a human being, and you take it. We don't, you don't have to put white, I agree. His, don't, don't have to put white like... Hispanic, black. Some kids don't know what to answer. Some kids are, are so, so mixed, they, they, their, their parents are 
so many different cultures, they don't even know what to put. In the Hispanic so community, it's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. And, because, that's where, and you're starting it, off the test that way, Tony. Yeah. That that's puts so much stress on that kid. Uh, you know, what if I answer that one wrong? And then you have to take a test that you don't really want to. Well, and, and, and on top of that, it just... You said in the Hispanic community, it's, 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 it's an issue it's, it's an because issue. Hispanic is not a race. And so it's like, well, um, you're now making me look at my own family in a way that I don't norm look at my family. And I have this to circle way. other and write and it I gotta, down. what do I, you know, and it's like, I, I don't. It's not fair to them. Uh, well, again, I, just, I think um, one time uh, I had someone say to me, Tony, should we celebrate Hispanic month or week or something? And I said, oh, sure, you can celebrate anything you want, just like that. It's called July 4th. When we <laughs> celebrate our. Everybody. Everybody, our heritage. Wouldn't that be great if we did all that on July? And they were just looking at me stunned. And I said, I'm just saying, um, that's what the day is for. That's what the day is for. It's, 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 a, it's a day when we all come together as Americans. And, and what's so, what's so and hard about what's that? what's nice is everybody has the time off. All the kids are right. not in school on July 4th. Yeah. You know, and, they and have the time. Let's, let's do it. Wouldn't it be great if that's what it was, if, that, if, if it meant us, all of us? And, I, I mean, I, again, I, I want to appeal that it's a good thing. It's, it's not a bad thing. And it's like, uh, why, why would we isolate people, particularly in the, in the working class neighborhoods and things where I come from, if you tell these kids that they're somehow an other or they can't make it out, I mean... You're, identification you're, is a huge thing as a youth, and you know yeah. that. You know that from being a youth. We know that in the audience being a youth. Identification is so important. Self-identification, yeah. who you are, what you're doing, how do I, you know, my sons ask me, what am I, who am I? And I say, you're, you're, you're this religion, this is what I practice, you're this yeah. race, this is what I say. If you want to say something else, fine, but this is what I say. And it's, a lot of kids don't get that from their parents because they don't know. Yeah, it's fine to be whatever you want to be, and, but the point is, what is it, again, that brings us together? And I think that makes us feel like we have a, uh, a responsibility or at least a, a part of our destiny together. I mean, it's otherwise that we just think, well, that has nothing to do with me. You know, why should I care? This is bipartisan. Anybody can do this. Anybody yeah. can help you. You yes. don't have to. You can be. You can be conservative. You can be liberal. You can be middle of the road, or you can be an independent. It doesn't matter what your politics are. Uh, freedom for education is for everyone. Correct. And you want to get people involved. And your other states are watching you. I love that. Uh, they're watching what you're doing. They're seeing if it works, and that's awesome. Tell people how they can find you, how they can get in touch with you, how they can help, and if they, if they want to get involved uh, and all that good stuff. Again, they can look us up at freedomforeducation.com. They can sign up on the contact sheet. They can sign our petition we'll, uh, to, to repeal Common Core. They can donate. I mean, we, we've been, we're able to get the message out and we're able to even, you know, get even in, s in small ways, uh, you know, with mailers and things like that. I mean, we want to hold elected officials accountable as well to, to some of this stuff. I mean, it's... Uh, people, in people in rural areas still depend on snail mail. Right. No, they don't have they don't have to get internet. I mean, they, there's a lot of people who right. still depend and, on it. And, and so we just want to just give people that voice. If there's an article, if there's something, I've been able to connect a lot of uh, parents with each other and and a lot of people where they have these like-minded interests when it comes to the data, to stopping data collecting on kids, and they they meet each other. They some of them have been now friends, and it's just it's just a, a good thing that brings people together and a common cause. Um, about this, uh, about standing up for parental, you know, choice and education and rights and things like that, and 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 really give the, the kids uh, a real opportunity um, to succeed. I think, um, you know, sometimes we we just uh, having gone through the educational system growing up, I'm just so shocked that somehow 
we're not giving that same opportunity, that same, that same excitement that you'd get going, you know, and going to school supposed going, to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to, Ooh, geez, more, more of this and mm. uh, more categories, more here, more there. And, and I think we've been uh, compartmentalized so much in our society. And, and so it's, uh, and the kids are the ones who have to deal with it. Yeah. And, and, and they and, have no vote. They have no choice and they have to do it. it it's our future. It's our future. And we need to kind of keep this in mind, you know, we, we need to. And so I, I just, this is something I seen, uh, like I said, when I had worked with at-risk kids and been seen this firsthand. And, and a lot of times uh, people come from a lot of different backgrounds. There may not be two parents and all kinds of things. And so, okay, it's tough enough with what we're seeing. And now you're going to make it even tougher. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I don't, I just said, let's, uh, let's kind of, you know, I, I want, you know, I always say this again, if I'm a problem solver, not a problem talking about her, I, I think we need to no. focus more on where we can do things versus having an endless debate on an issue. And I said, well, okay, now that we, wow, we had a good talk later. I did that in college. I don't yeah. need to keep doing that all my life. I'm an adult now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm an adult. Let's, let's uh, so what are we going to do? And, and I'm not, a, I really think we need to be more people of action and more people of service. Uh, it was, I just think it's just, um, it's made me, uh, maybe happier. Maybe a happier person. You know, and, 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 and I look at the people in my life that uh, I admire, and particularly a lot of the moms who were already doing this. Yeah. They, were, they were fighting for this at the legislature. They were doing all kinds of things, and, and all credit goes to them because they, and, and, and they had a lot of people that didn't listen to them or didn't give them the time of day, and, 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 and I'm just saying. And you're giving them that voice. Well, we're, we're helping each other, and yeah. I think that that's, I saw that, and I thought, I thought boy, this is sorely needed. It's just, uh, and, 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 we, and, and it's, the amazing thing is that in a time when we've had so much division, we're growing by the thousands. It's just amazing. And What's the quote your grandmother gave you to live by? If you have enough energy to complain, you have enough energy to do. Yeah, I love that. Are you ready for Rob's Fast Five questions? Oh, okay. Here we go. What are you most proud of right now in your life? What are you most proud of? I, I, know, I know freedom for education is, is something you, you, you strive to get out there, but what are you most proud of right now? Proud of right now that I'm actually being more disciplined when it comes to what I'm eating and what I'm doing right now. I Good think for you. Right now, I... Hiking and biking and doing stuff. Well, you know, I had... Colorado makes you healthy, doesn't it? Well, I, I had uh, someone say to me, you know, if your problem is not push up, it's push away. So <laughs> it is, uh, so clearly I've been more, so I'm proud of that, that Good I'm actually, you. this time I, I think, um, and I've had people comment on that and I'm just saying, well, don't, don't comment on it. I'm just going to keep working at it. So I'm just, you know. How but, many languages do you speak? I think uh, I'm fluent with Spanish. I speak French, some French and Tiny, tiny bit of Japanese. Okay, learning Japanese. <laughs> yeah, learning the elementary Japanese, maybe. Yeah? Yeah. If I gave you $1,000 and I said, Tony, you have to stay in the United States, you have, to stay in the, you have to stay in the United States, but I want you to travel. I want you to go somewhere fun. Where would you go? Hmm. It's okay if you say Disney World. Most people do. Actually, I was going to yeah. say that. Um, <laughs> only because my wife has never been to Epcot, and I think I would like to take her there. Because um, uh, she's been to Disneyland, but never Epcot. So I would like her to experience that. Or maybe New Orleans. I've thought about that, too. Like, uh, she hasn't been there either. Is your, is your life goal to be 
a politician to help in that level to get to the state senate and maybe be the direct, and maybe be the education of and maybe maybe someday be the secretary of education for our country <laughs> for our country. Where where do you where do you see yourself? And I know this is a, this is such an mm. interview an interview or like I don't know like I, I'm you know like you just handed me your resume question. But where do you see yourself in ten years? I actually don't like to speculate like that. Okay. I actually believe in being accomplished of what I do now. I think it's very important to be focused and disciplined and to be successful and do what you're doing now to the greatest. And then if you have the opportunity to serve and be able to do that in another way, in another capacity, that would, that would be an honor. And so I think I look at things like that. I just want to, I'm the kind of person that doesn't like to be, what if this, and this could be this, and this could go, well, then I could be hit by a bus. So, I mean, I want to, yeah, no, no, I, no, I, I, I sure. really think of uh, in the now, like um, do the best of what I do now, and then we'll, we'll leave it up to God. What makes Tony Sanchez sad? <laughs> I think, um, hmm, I guess what makes me sad is that we can have so much more. We can We can be a lot happier, we can, not settle. We, we don't have to be the squirrels in the, in the room. I feel that, the, that there is so much more we can have in our lives, so much more um, when it comes to uh, things like that. I feel that that makes me a little sad that sometimes we just want to get into that whole... What's um, in it for me type stuff? Um, yeah, just, just, it just it doesn't depress me, but I just kind of feel that, okay, we're still, you know, we're not thinking beyond deeper and, and thinking more than just uh, what we have here. We, we can, um, we can, you know, there's, there's a lot of possibilities in what we can do with our society. And I feel that so many people feel isolated and they feel they're the only ones that think that way. I've actually had to physically introduce people to one another. <laughs> and they live next door to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, would say, I would say that makes me sad that, that somehow you know, compared to when I grew up, there was a lot more of a neighborhood, more of this and more of that. And I think um, that, you know, having more of those connections and then there's less dependence on government when you're with, with your community, with your family, or at least you're, uh, and it starts at home. It starts with your family. And I think there's just so much division, so much of that. So What I, makes I just, Tony Sanchez happy? Huh, my wife. No, that's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. She makes me happy. I, I mean, um, Truly, I, I think I, I do this because she is a truly good person. I'm just going to say it. And, and I think sometimes when I do what I do, I'm aware that good people like that exist and that not everybody's out there to get something and take something. And I think we need to give those people a voice. And, and, we need, and so that makes me really aware of, of uh, so many people that, that I think are heroes in their families, in their lives. And, and I've been touched by so many people like that. And so I just think she, she's like that. And I think there's many people like that, that that make me happy. So here's the bonus question. Do you like water parks? <laughs> yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. I didn't know. I got it. Yeah, I haven't been to one in, oh, geez, years. Um, but yeah, that's, that's great. That's water parks fun. are fun. I'm sorry. Yeah. They just are. 
Order parks are fun. Everybody should go to a water park. Tony Sanchez, thank you so much for being with us tonight here at the Topic of Conversation. I want to thank Will Hartman, uh, my technical director and, and, and producer and editor, and uh, Jess, Jess Taylor back there, who is our uh, director of uh, marketing, and she's also our PA assistant right behind us. I want to thank them for being here and helping us every week as well. Thank you so much for being here tonight. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. I'm Rob Stoggins. I'm your host of the Topic of Conversation, and I just want to thank you all for tuning in and listening live here at Audience and, of course, all over the podcast world. And I just want to kindly remind you to listen, talk, and laugh as much as you can. Wake up every day with a purpose to do good things for you and others, and you never know. You might be right here in downtown Denver at the original Brooklyn's as our Topic of Conversation. Thanks again. Have a great day, and good night. <laughs>